Amor Propio podcast, a Latina journey to power and self-love. I am your host, Adriana, and I'm so happy that you're joining me today. So I wanted to talk about a topic that I've been thinking about quite a bit lately, and it is how to get over a breakup. So I have been in quite a few relationships in the past, and I currently am in a long-term relationship at the moment as well. But I am starting to see this pattern, and I've always seen this pattern, where women stick around for just much too long. And they end up with these partners, and I understand love makes you blind, and love makes you do crazy things. I totally understand that. But at some point, something's got to give. And I see these women who are physically abused, um, like psychologically abused, financially abused, sexually abused, and just are treated so badly. And it breaks my heart. But at the same time, I have to take a step back and look at our comunidad as a whole and realize that unfortunately, that's the norm to put up with a nasty partner or with a partner who doesn't support you or you know does you dirty or treats you really bad which i am in disagreement of but as much as i would love to change the entire community i have to come to reality and to terms that i ultimately can't change everybody I can only enlighten or inspire people to try to be better or make better choices. But I see it so much in, you know, coworkers and and people in my life, such as acquaintances, friends, family members. And I just, I don't know, I'm just kind of appalled and stunned that they put up with that bullshit. And I'm not at all like that. I know when it is time to step away and I've been in a relationship. I was really young. I was 18 years old where my then boyfriend ended up asking me to marry him. And el pendejo didn't listen to me, but yo también fue pendeja. And I told him from the get go, like, I do not want to be engaged until I'm done with my first two years of college and I don't want to be married until I'm done with my bachelor's degree because I am going to walk that stage with my family's last name not his but mine well he ended up he was my high school sweetheart and he ended up proposing like that summer after high school and like I said como pendeja I said yes, instead of, you know, really honoring what I wanted. Well, nonetheless, we ended up moving in together and I was going to school full time, working two jobs. And I look back at it and I'm like, my gosh, I don't know how I did it all. But nonetheless, I survived and the summer of my, well, it wasn't even summer yet. It was like the spring semester of my first year in college. So I was coming up the last semester of my first year of college and something told me to look through his phone. 
and he has a passcode on it and I'm like looking over his shoulder for like a week trying to figure it out and I got it so I'm like I'll wait till he falls asleep and I'll go ahead and go through his phone and if there's anything there because an inkling is telling me that there is then you know this is done so you know what they say snoop around and you'll find out and i did um i found pictures i found his call log i found emails and text messages and all the things you know pictures of her and um text messages and emails of things that he tells me or used to tell me telling her and all these things and i'm just like you know i'm done so i left it open on an old email and i left his phone out and of course the screen was gonna lock but i'm like you know when he wakes up and he sees that i'm not here he can go ahead and see that so i pack up my overnight bag i pack two sets of clothes because i don't want to come back right away i fed the pets i made sure i had all my books and my laptop and all the things and i left and as I get into my car, um, I go ahead and, and I call my aunt, who is also my madrina, and I, I'm crying at this point, and I'm like, can I go to your house? I just need somewhere to stay the night. And her first thought was, oh my God, did he hit you? And I said, no, 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 he didn't do anything like that. He's cheating on me. I'll explain more when I get there. Can I please stay the night? And of course she said yes. So I went over and I remember driving to her house and I had to pull over to throw up because I'm the type of person when I get just so much like emotion in me, I just throw up from like an overstimulation. So thank goodness there wasn't any cops or anything. They probably would have thought I was drunk or something. But I made it to her house and she gives me a big hug and she's like, what happened? I told her the whole thing and she's like, are you sure it's over? I said, I'm done. I'm not putting up with that. I love myself a lot more than to put up with that bullshit. So she's like, all right, we'll come into my room and you can sleep in my bed. She ended up falling asleep and this was probably like around midnight um, that I make it to her house. and. I couldn't fall asleep, so I just started watching TV, watching movies on cable, and I get a call like at three in the morning, and it's him, and I answer the phone, and he's like, where are you? It's three in the morning, and you're gone, and I said, I went through your phone, and I found out everything. I said, you can keep her. I don't want you. She's all yours, but just know that she isn't gonna be me nor is she going to be better than me but you can have her you made your decision but we're done and if you want to stay at the apartment you're more than welcome to i'll go ahead and move back with my parents um but we'll figure that out but i don't want anything to do with you and he asked me but where are you though and i'm like at my aunt's house i said you're more than welcome to go ahead and drive by you're gonna see a black eclipse in the driveway and you know that that's mine and you can just drive by if you don't trust me because i sure as hell don't trust you at this point point. and he doesn't say anything and i hang up 
and I ended up falling asleep after that. I probably needed to get that off my chest before I could soundly go to sleep. So I slept for a few hours, woke up the next morning, I showered, and I went to class. And <laughs> I had my psychology final. And come to find out, I knew that his really good friend, or who we would consider like one of his best friends, was in the same psychology class that we sat in the same room. But he was like down on the other side of the table. And he just like kept on staring at me. I'm like, I already know. I know that he told him something. And plus, I went to school for, you know, my last few classes, like all dolled up because I'm going to. <laughs> I have to show the world that I'm okay and I'm better off without him. And to give you a little backstory on this ex of mine, he just, he tried to control me. Uh, he wouldn't respect like what I wanted. He wanted kids right away. And I'm like, no, like I want to finish school. I want to know how to make my own money before I go down that route. And I also told him like, I do not, you know, want to get married until, you know, after I, I get my bachelor's and I have at least the beginning of my career set. And he just always kind of, you know, put it down and things like that. But as I look back on it now, it's because he wanted to control me. And he wanted to control me because he was cheating on me. So he probably thought I would cheat on him too. Who knows? But his best friend at the time would report back apparently come to find out um because actually one of my good friends ended up dating the best friend and kind of let her know about it and <laughs> he reported back saying oh my gosh adriana just looks gorgeous today like she is just dressed differently and she is just like holding herself differently and my ex told me all this when i went to go pack up my stuff and he's like oh by the way so and so told me that you were dolled up and that you had your hair done and your makeup done and this and that and i said hell yeah you did and i said gotta go find a new man so you know, gotta look good. And that just, oh boy, did that make him livid. And I just kind of joked around to him. I'm like, maybe I should date him next. And he just kind of gave me a look, but I, I wouldn't do that. He's not my type. And, um, we, we ended up breaking things off officially. And my dad gave me the best piece of advice when I was going through that because, well, yes, on the exterior, I tried to make it seem like I'm better off without them and things like that. Of course, like any heartbreak, you're going to cry, you're, you're going to feel hurt about it and things like that. And I had him on social media, I had his phone and things like that. And he'd like check up on me and whatnot. And my dad's like, you just need to cut that off. He's like, just tell him like you're you're officially done. Don't talk to him. And that's just gonna help the healing process. And boy, did it help the healing process. Now, he would still try to reach out to me. Um, he actually reached out to me the the night 
before he was getting married. I guess he wanted it to be some sort of rom-com or some romantic film where I was going to go and, you know, save him from his wedding or whatever. But I'm like, hey, you chose her. That's who you have. And you can go ahead and live with the decisions that you've made for the rest of your life. But it's not with me. So he ended up getting married. Um, you know, I, I've always said once a cheater, always a cheater. And I was absolutely right. He wanted me to be the other woman. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just like, um, no, I was here first. But, um, you know, you can go find some other woman to, to do that with. As much as there was a little piece of me that did want that revenge, I'm like, no, because karma's going to come back at me three times worse. And I'm so glad I didn't do it because, you know, now I'm with a wonderful person and he treats me so well. And I, you know, I think the universe that that didn't end up working out because I even told him one time because my ex ended up making a fake Facebook so he can see what I was doing. And I was living my best life at this time. I was traveling, I was partying, I was going to concerts, I was just doing all the things. And he sent me this long message one night and he's like, you know, you're the biggest regret that I ever have. And uh, you're so right that, you know, she was nothing like you. and. I, I messed up and I did wrong and, you know, he went on and on and like, it felt good in a sense. I felt a little bad, but at the end of the day, it felt pretty good. Cause I'm like, I told you so dude. And I basically sent him back a message and I'm like, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way, but what you did to me was the biggest gift that you could have given me because if I were still with you, I wouldn't have finished my education. If I was still with you, I would have never gone to Europe. If I was still with you, I would have never done all these amazing things in my life. I wouldn't have met all these amazing men in my life. And I thank you for doing what you did because it's, taught me such a big lesson and he just kind of responded with I wasn't expecting that and at least one of us are happy so I mean at the end of the day because I did take the high road and because I put myself first I ended up winning and who knows how their marriage is who knows how their private life is. It's not my business, but I am just so better off than being with someone like that. And sometimes I sit here, I'm 33 now, and I think to myself, if I was still with this guy when I was 18, so like 15 years later, right? I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't have this podcast. I wouldn't, you know, have the house that I have, the community that I have, the wonderful boyfriend that I have. And I wouldn't have the confidence that I have either. 
And the one thing that I kept on saying to myself through this whole thing was a quote that I heard from Sex and the City. Now, I loved Sex and the City when I was a teenager. It probably wasn't appropriate now that I watched the shows, but nonetheless, I would watch it. It was kind of like woman empowerment, feminism, and things like that. But Samantha was also in a relationship and she had to make the decision to leave and she made the decision to leave and when the guy's like well how in the heck are you gonna leave me and you know giving her a hard time and she ultimately said i love you but i love myself a hell of a whole lot more and i say that to myself a lot a lot a lot you know granted i do have a wonderful relationship with my current partner and he treats me well and he embraces who and what I am. But he also knows that the love that I have for myself is quite up there and he respects that. And well, I can't remember if he's ever said it. I'm sure he's attracted to that too. But that's the way that you should be looking at your relationships. You can love someone to pieces, but girl, you better love yourself a hell of a whole lot more than you love that other individual because there's going to be some trying times. There's going to be some times where the other person makes a decision that isn't that well, and it's up to you to decide on what you want to do, but I promise you, If you end up deciding to break it off, you are not the first and you are not the last to break up a relationship, to, you know, call for a divorce, to move on and start a whole new life or relationship. And you'll look back on it and you're going to say to yourself, damn look at how much I've grown because that's what I do I look at a picture of myself from like high school because we were dating in high school or my first year in college I'm like damn girl (laughs) wait till you see where we're at in 15 years 14 years you'll be pretty damn proud of yourself but just know that even though our community says that you should put up with bullshit because, you know, que va a decir la gente, or that's a part of the church, or you're, you know, you're supposed to be with one person for the rest of your life. Do what's right for you. If the relationship no longer serves you, or if the relationship isn't what you thought it was going to be, There's nothing wrong with you calling it quits. And just know that there's going to be hard times. But as you pour into yourself and you heal yourself, you are going to find so much good. And I've come to the realization that I love seeing that transformation for women when they've been in this relationship for so long and they weren't able to be them their true selves and then they get out of it and they kind of like 
glow up or they find their true selves or they do what brings them joy. And that is just the most beautiful thing to see. But always, always put yourself first. That's probably like the best advice I can give. And don't put up with disrespect. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with therapy. And there's nothing wrong with couples therapy. If you think that you need that help, reach out for that help. Because sometimes we can't do it alone. And it just makes it easier when we have someone to lean on. But you're going to survive that breakup. I promise you. Because there are days where I thought I wasn't going to survive. But once I started embracing myself, putting my needs first, getting my goals in line and reaching those goals, and doing what makes me happy and pouring into my own cup, like I just started thriving. And there is no better feeling than that. And I can promise you just how my ex did they're gonna look at you and they'll be like fuck I really fucked up or fuck like that's the one that got away and at that time like they can't even touch you because your vibrations are so high or because you found you know a man that is nothing like him right like carol's g song like you know if i had that song 15 years ago uh i i'd probably play that song all the damn time and if you don't know what song i'm talking about it's kind of like a throwback to like the Selena years. So, you know, open up that Spotify or open up um, like Apple Music or just like go on YouTube. Uh, she has a music video with it. But look up Mi Ex Tenia Razón and you'll hear it and you're like, ah, I know why Adriana is making me listen to this. But, I mean, if he ever tells you you're never going to find someone like me and he was just like a horrible person, you can just play that song and be like, damn right. Damn right I didn't find someone like you. I found someone better. So if you are on this journey of, you know, healing from a breakup or you think you're going to go through it, you know, I'm sending you lots of love, lots of cariño. And Mika, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. And you're going to come out on the other side so much stronger, even though there's going to be days that you don't even think that that's possible. And just know that you are not the first nor the last to go through a breakup. I've always believed that I feel like all of us should get our heart broken at least once in our lives. Because and then we know how to love ourselves that much more. And we know what to look for in the next one. So I am so excited that you joined me today for this podcast episode going over breakups. And of course, do not forget to share, subscribe, rate, 
and follow. And if you're going through this, I'm sending you all the best vibes. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you.